Okay. So this is very new for me. <laughs> a friend of mine um, the other night said, you know, you should come on and do a little bit of your podcast alone and just kind of chat to yourself because you talk all the time and you have all these incredible and crazy stories that you might as well start sharing them. And sometimes people just want to hear a story. So here I am alone in my office. I had to turn the lights off because I am too mortified to film this right now because I can't believe I'm doing this. And it's weird because I know that I do my Instagram lives and I do my stories all the time, but this feels super intimate and kind of weird. But I just wanted to start this first solo moment, if you will, by saying that season two of emotional support is going to be very different. I've had the time of my life interviewing friends and new friends that now have become very close friends um, who have shared a lot of commonalities with me, with mental health, with being in the entertainment industry, um, just experienced a lot of interesting things. And it was really fun to share these stories. But what was missing, and I couldn't quite pinpoint and put my finger on what was missing. But what's missing is the tools, right? I can share all my stories and that's really helpful. And hearing other people's stories really helped me. And it made me feel like I wasn't alone. Um, but truth be told, it didn't really fulfill what I thought it was going to fulfill. Um, so, my good friend, Raghu Apasani, he came on and kind of kicked me in the ass and was like, you need to start talking and getting real and helping people out and stop sitting on your ass and, you know, sit in quarantine and be all depressed and have these highs and have these lows and like, just kind of get your shit together. So here I am trying to get my shit together, talking to you. Um, so it's just us. <laughs> so bear with me. Um, <laughs> Well, and maybe the dog, the dogs are running around here somewhere, but, um, yeah. So this season it's dedicated to you. It is dedicated to helping provide as many tools, as many outlets, as many ways that I can possibly enhance your mental health aha moment experience. Um, this is a journey that I am going through as well. I am going to be learning new things about my mind and new ways and, oh God, I don't know. This is either going to be really an amazing process or it's going to be a disaster, but at least you're going to be along the ride with me. Um, COVID was really hard for me. Um, I thankfully did not have COVID, but I uh, am someone who has a mental health disorder that was locked in a house. <laughs> so I don't know about you guys, but it's not really the uh, ideal um, living experience. Look, at the end of the day, I'm very blessed. I was not sick. Um, I knew a few people that had COVID that I was close with, and thank God they're all right. But I have absolutely no problem in the world, truth be told. The only problem I have is my mental health, which is not a problem. Um, it is a part of me that is awesome and it makes me who I am. At least I keep telling myself that. And it is giving me the opportunity to have this genuine 
bizarre open conversation with a microphone that is coming to your house or to your car or however you're listening to this. Um, I don't know about all of you, but, um, well, I had really high highs and really low lows and I had manic episodes. Oh my God, I'm going to start crying. I had manic episodes that, you know, I hadn't had in a really long time. Um, God, why am I crying? This always happens to me. I cry at commercials. Um, I experienced so many things that I hadn't experienced since I was on, uh, since pre-medication, right? Um, the medication I'm on, I'm on Lamictal. It's for bipolar disorder. And it is perfect for those of the creative arts, as my doctor told me, because it doesn't uh, make you feel numb. It doesn't take away that feeling inside. Um, but I'm saying um a lot. I'm really noticing this now that I'm doing this alone. <laughs> this is a problem. Anywho, um, yeah, I, I, I just had more uh, explosions and more episodes than I have had in a really long time. When quarantine first started, I was really excited actually in a weird way because I felt as if I hadn't had a vacation in so long that I could take a moment to breathe, to be alone, collect my thoughts, really truly dig into, um, the episodes of emotional support. We had just released new episodes and I was trying to do it at home by myself without even a microphone. <laughs> and I am not computer savvy on a Macintosh. So things were, I don't even call Macintoshes anymore. So things were not fabulous, right? They were not exciting. They were not great, but I was optimistic because I was like, I'm alone. I'm going to get my real estate license. I've always wanted to do this. I'm going to learn a new language. I am going to exercise. And I did all of these things. Like, honestly, I really did these things. I worked out twice a day. I was learning a language. I was taking my real estate license exam. I was taking, um, this well-being class. I was doing all these things. I was feeling awesome. I was feeling inspired. Um, and then probably like three weeks into it, I felt so uninspired and I got so depressed that I could literally not get out of bed. It was that manic episode, which I don't know if you've ever had this, but certainly I have many a times, but it hasn't, um, happened in a really long time where I literally physically couldn't leave bed. Um, and I know that that's okay, that you need your rest. And I know that these things, but I had exerted so much energy emotionally, um, that I crashed and burned. I read a lot of emails from, from, um, you and, and so many inspiring things because they were inspiring because they were real, right? They were fucking real. You were going through the same moments of, of pain that I was going through. And to hear these moments, I know it's so stupid just thinking like, oh my God, one message, like, you know, means a lot, you know, um, but it really did. Uh, it really, really, really helped me want to get out of bed. Um, that being said, I did not get out of bed for a long time and I did completely shut down. But the thing that got me out of bed again, besides home goods opening up, um, and risking my life to go there just to get some sort of <laughs> peace in my head was 
just to kind of go on a drive. I would go on drives for like hours on end and I would blast music or I would blast Howard Stern, of course, every day. Um, and I would just hear voices and, and others on the radio and on podcasts. And it made me feel this sense of security, this sense of, wow, there are still humans in this universe, even though I haven't physically been able to see or touch or hold a human. I mean, how much do we miss hugs, right? I'm like a hugger and I'm not going to lie. Like I may have hugged a few people in quarantine and I had to get tested after and I'm fine and they're fine. But I literally was willing to sacrifice everything for physical energy and a physical touch. Um, look, once again, I'm really lucky. I have an awesome husband who I married during quarantine, which was like the craziest experience of my life and like so much fun and a surprise. And it was only just like the tightest like group of people. And um, that was awesome. And my dogs got to be in my wedding, which is so cheesy and silly and like so basic. And I'm totally okay with that. Um, but, you know, Getting back to why I'm here talking to you, I know you are not alone is a saying I say a lot, right? But I needed to hear it a million times over from you to know that I was not alone. I I, I felt really alone and I still wake up like all the time feeling super alone. And I like sleep in a bed next to someone like, you know, <laughs> bizarre, but I do, you know, and you still feel alone. It doesn't matter because it's like, you know, it's in your head. There's nothing you can do to escape that, that, that sadness. Right. And, and that, um, that manic energy that you have. Oh my God. I need like a glass of water right now or something. And I can't get up because I'm trying to finish this and get this out <laughs> as fast as I can. Um, but Really, your feedback when you write and you let me know what's going on or what questions you have or what advice you have to give, I literally am like a sponge. I absorb every single being of words, of of creative art, all of this stuff. I just absorb it because I need to, right? Like I need to hear these things in order to get up in the morning and survive. You know, I, I don't have a job right now. You know, there were things that I was supposed to be doing that completely got canceled because of circumstances. And like, yes, thank God I can continue on in my life and I'm going to be fine. But there is that panic. Like every single day I wake up and I'm like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? Like, what do you mean I'm just going to be doing this podcast out of the house? Like, what do you mean I can't go to a studio? What do you mean I'm not going to a set? Like, what do I do? Am I not supposed to be an actress anymore? Because it seems like there's only a few jobs that are currently working right now. Do I want to explore other aspects, you know, other, not aspects, other, other creative outlets, right? Like that can actually like create jobs <laughs> and actually, um, you know, make money and, and 
make me survive and, and create a family and be able to support everyone in my life, you know, as much as I possibly can, because these are the things that we all worry about. We all stress about money, about food, about jobs, about family, about, you know, being moms, dads, stepmoms, stepdads, kids, uh, cousins, you know, I could fucking go on for days about the list of things that we worry about and, and who we play that part in that world and our family. Um, so yeah, I, 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 I have these moments where I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Am I on the right path? You know, but then you write these things to me. And you continue me feeling like, fuck, I think I am on the right path. You know, it's it's an unforeseen circumstance that I was born with this thing that, you know, a lot of people make fun of and a lot of people say like, oh, it's not real. Like, you're just fucking crazy. Like, fuck you. Like, trust me, it's real. Like, Asturgis, it's real because he sees it. Like, every day. I'm sorry, guys. This is like a lot to do this alone. This is like a therapy session that no one is behind. <laughs> um, but yeah, it is real. And just know if you, you will feel in your gut, what, what feels right? Like what is your path? What is your goal? What were you brought on this universe to do? And yes, we have to be realistic. Like money is a real thing, right? We all need money to survive for food, for, for our health, for medication, all of this. Yes. Right. But there has to be something inside that, that gives you that passion and that fulfillment that you have to get through. And whether you have a proper diagnosis of, depression or bipolar disorder or, you know, schizophrenia, or if there's someone in your family, or if COVID created this new fucking experience for you. You know, that's the one thing that I will say, and I keep saying over and over is I'm really happy that I discovered being bipolar like earlier in my life, like a couple years ago, pre-COVID, because there are so many people that I, I hear from and I read about and that I'm friends with where they don't, they never had to sit with their own mind, right? They never had to sit with their own thoughts and now being trapped inside walls, you are stuck listening to these thoughts and having to process them. And it is fucking terrifying, right? It is so terrifying. But it's something that I was lucky enough to be able to feel and go through and know how to process and know what my tools are to help me out, right? A tool, for instance, if you are, you know, feeling anxious, like for me, whenever I have anxiety, like I do a bunch of jumping jacks, I get in the car and like I blast music and I go around the block. Sometimes I scream into a pillow. Sometimes I scream in my car. You know what I've realized? Like I do a lot of things in my car. <laughs> so um, if you see me driving, like don't, don't fret. I'm perfectly fine. I'm just having my moment. Like let me have my moment. Um, but I heard these crazy stats that 
that's another thing. Like before I continue on, I got schooled by this woman at this lecture one time because she was talking about how crazy is a word in the vocabulary that, you know, we shouldn't be using because it stigmatizes mental health and all this stuff. And she went on a whole spiel, right? Okay, fine. Fair enough. Like we all have words that trigger us. For most people, it's moist. It's not for me, but I'm going to say moist for those that this is going to trigger because I think that that word is just too much. Um, But crazy, right? She just kept going on and on and was badgering and badgering. And that's fine if that triggers you. But I fucking love the word crazy. I think it's fabulous because you know what? I embrace being crazy because I'm crazy in love. I have a crazy personality. I have a a crazy family. I have a crazy career that I chose. Um, I have crazy fans. Crazy to me is the most positive, fabulous, fun, outrageous, most incredible description. And I love it. So if you want to call me crazy, call me fucking crazy because it's a compliment and I'm going to turn your negativity. I'm going to spin it. I'm going to throw it up and I'm going to make it positive. So thank you very much. That's that. I totally forgot where I was going. Oh, I know the facts and the stats that I read recently. And I was told, and I'm not going to say the percentage because I'm going to butcher that. So I'm not going to do that. But suicide rates have never been higher mental health has never been talked about more. I just, I can't even believe what I, I, the, the things that I read and I hear about every single day in regards to mental health and self care and self love and blah, 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 blah. It is so just mind blowing that the world is finally waking the fuck up. Right? Mental health is real. It's real. It's here. We're experiencing it. There need it, it is an epidemic. Is that the word? An epidemic, a pandemic. God, I'm not an English major. It is out of control. And it is just, it's like the universe is like, hey, guys, remember this thing that you used to say was like not real? It's fucking real. Okay. All I can say is I'm not a doctor, right? So I'm super unqualified. The only thing I am qualified with is my own personal experiences, that with um, suicides, that with um, bipolar disorder, that's with mania, that's with depression, that's with um, aggression, that's with anger, that's with, um, you know, throwing phones and technology against the wall and breaking mirrors. I love to break a mirror. I don't recommend breaking a mirror. It's very dangerous, but I just like, that was like my one, like, that's what I imagine if I, you know, were to like be in, in some sort of program, like, like, Oh my God, do you miss drinking? Like, do you miss this? Like I miss punching mirrors. Like I truly try not to do it anymore because I do not need any more years of bad luck. Um, (laughs) That's neither here nor there. Um, But basically what I'm saying is I'm going to sum this whole thing up because I'm done crying. I'm done snotting all over my face. All I can do and all you can do is just vocalize, speak about it, make it not a fucking big deal. It is a conversation. If someone, you know, had some sort of, you know, I don't know, a broken toe, right? Let's use that. 
you wouldn't be like, that's not real. We can't talk about that. Well, you know what? I have a broken fucking brain and like, it's okay. Cause it, whatever happened to my head is fine because it made me really funny. And that's the one thing that I'm like blessed to have. And if you don't think I'm funny, like you're listening to the wrong show, <laughs> I make myself laugh. Maybe that's not a great thing, but I think it is. Um, but you know, it's, it's okay. So what I'm going to say for this little mini episode and what I'm going to conclude on this final one person, one-on-one moment that we're having right now, I sound like Mariah Carey saying moment. If you haven't seen Mariah Carey drop the moment, um, bomb over and over, please Google Mariah Carey moment QVC. It's the funniest YouTube you've seen in a long time. And you'll realize a lot of my jokes are actually stolen from Mariah Carey, but there we go. (laughs) So please do me a a huge, 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 huge favor, right? Ask someone, how are you doing? How are you really? Actually ask them, just do it because you're going to be surprised. Some people are going to be like, you know what? fucking doing a really shit job in life and I'm really miserable and I really hate it. And maybe you're the first person to actually ask them, how are you really? You know, I I love my friends and I love my family, but sometimes like there are things that I'm going through that I'm too shamed to talk about and I'm too shamed, um, to respond about. And when people are like, how are you doing? Oh God, I'm, I'm, I'm really stressed. Like, it's fine. Like, no big deal. Like, just like getting through the day. But like, hey, like, you know, I mean, fuck. Like, no, I'm not doing great. Like, sometimes like, you know, you just don't want to wake up. But that has to stop. And we have to like change that. We have to change that. We can't be alone anymore. Now, I'm also going to say, I know that a lot of you reach out um, via Instagram and stuff like that. And unfortunately, there are so many that come through and I try to read as many as I can. But it's it's sometimes really hard for me um, to be able in the day to do everything and write back. Um, what I am going to recommend, I know it's so um, trite to say if you are having issues and you are feeling, you know, those, that sadness of like, you can't escape, um, and suicidal thoughts or whatnot. Um, the incredible life suicide, um, lifeline is 1-800-273-TALK. Um, I have that on my Instagram bio. There are so many support groups that are out there. Um, shameless plug. We have one on Facebook. Um, it's the emotional support club. It's freaking awesome, man. Like we have people from all over the world on there. It is amazing. People share stories. They have, um, you know, expressed moments of, of panic and distress. And there have been other people who are not professionals. I'm not saying we're professionals, but we are all humans and we can share our shared experiences with one another. Um, so be sure to find that on our Facebook emotional support club. Um, and Oh my gosh, there's so many different, different organizations that, that you can reach out to. Um, therapy is amazing. Um, sometimes I don't go to a therapist because I'm too, um, stupid (laughs) and I should do it more because all I do is promote therapy, but sometimes it's scary. Um, it's very scary for me. 
um, to sit and tell someone like your real thoughts and not try to like, you know, lie to them and make it seem like everything's perfect. Um, that's terrifying. Um, so know you're not alone in that one, if that's truth. Um, let me know what you think of this singular conversation that we're having, because as I'm having this conversation, I want you to know I have Pee Wee Herman, my dog on my right. And in front of me, I have three stuffed animals, a pig, a sheep, and a goat. Um, and they are staring at me right now. And it's almost like they're my audience, which is really funny. I'm actually having this full circle moment because that's what I used to do when I was a kid. I would watch SNL. Yes. Like as a child, my mom let me be really inappropriate and watch terrible things as a child. (laughs) Serial mom was my favorite movie. Howard Stern private parts was my first rated R movie I saw in a theater, you know, just pretty fun. Um, but what I used to do is I would line up my animals everywhere. I was not a doll person stuffed animals only. And I'd line them up and I would memorize the skits over and over and over and over. And I would sing and dance and then I would do the skits at the end. So um, instead of doing funny skits and bits right now, I am talking about mental health and kind of the uh, lowest points of my life. So um, welcome to your 30s, I guess, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, So I'm going to try my hardest not to do the ums and the ahs and all of this fidgety moment that I have right now. I'm actually being honest and real right now and it feels so gross. Um, but, oh my God, I love you so much. Honestly, you, um, you are the reason why I even woke up this morning to make this. Um, because I just, just, I just don't feel like it, it's helping or it's worth it. But it is because you are making it so worth it. So I love you. Thank you for being my emotional support. And please uh, review this episode and the podcast in general. You can find it on wherever podcasts are available, Apple, Spotify, uh, Stitcher, God, there's so many I can't even count, but they're all on emotionalsupportpod.com. But please, if you rate and review it, it gets more people to see it. Otherwise, it gets buried in the cloud or wherever it goes. I don't know. So please do that. Um, I appreciate it so much. We have an amazing, amazing guest coming up next week. I can't wait for you to hear that. And... Let me know what you think. I love you so much.